0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the End Time Tribune. It is quite a blessing and an honor to be with you here tonight. Uh, I am your host, Matthew Miller. Co-host Brian Engel will be here uh, very shortly. But, ladies and gentlemen, the title of this episode is The Trump Effect. And when you get into it, it will absolutely blow your mind as to the definition swirling around about just exactly what that is. Because when you look and you do a a new search, you come up with all kinds of uh, crazy things like, uh, well, it's got something to do with investing. It's got something to do with the Deutsche Bank. It's got something to do with uh, Pakistan. It's got something to do with the presidential campaign. It's strangely, and I don't know who made this up, but this effect has been defined as purported increase in school bullying. Of course, that's completely made up. But ladies and gentlemen, how can the Trump effect extenuate to Mexican scientists? Yes, that's right here in the news. Right here in the news. Now, I did uh, find one interesting article on psychology today. What is the Trump effect? It amazed me, uh, this article and the links that it went to uh, use world – words that – how does this have anything to do with Trump? Moral dumbfoundedness. Okay, But their definition in essence is this. The Trump effect explains society and culture in general. Of course, I'm not sure if that means in Germany uh, with the banks or it means in Mexico with the scientists. We're going to come to grips with this tonight, this Trump effect. Is it for good? Is it for evil? What is it? Whatever it is, we're going to discuss it tonight on the End Time Tribune. If you would like uh, to connect with us on a social networking site, really easy to find. It is Facebook In Time Tribune, very easy to find. Uh, so uh, get buckled up and get ready for this ride because, ladies and gentlemen, as God-fearing people are under the impression that the Trump effect is a very good thing. And on the exact opposite side of the fence – there are many Christians out there that purport, no, it's the exact opposite. It's bad. What is it? We're going to peer into the Trump effect tonight, the Brian I, which leads me to a question I'm going to answer. Why do I shorten Brian's name to Bry? That is Hebrew, ladies and gentlemen, for the heir. Uh, that normally means the eldest son But that's what it means That's what bribe means in Hebrew So, get ready Ladies and gentlemen As we look into the Trump Effect It is time For you To
1: come and see
2: Welcome Deactivate all systems. Deactivation is not an option. You must find the truth. Remember, not everything is
0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the End Time Tribune. We are your hosts, Brian Ingram and Matthew Miller. It's a great honor and pleasure to be with you here tonight as we discuss this increasingly important topic. Brian, how are you doing tonight, and what's your general thoughts, and what is your general definition of the Trump effect? Uh, Your
3: thoughts on it. The general definition, hmm. Well, to be thoroughly honest, I think this covers a whole heck of a lot more than just Trump. I think Trump ended up being their quote-unquote Trump card in the mix, but this goes into something a whole heck of a lot deeper than just him. And I guess I must say at the same time here, too, I don't know that we ever saw that they would use the likes of somebody like him for their... uh, for their goals and their plans coming into the uh, this day and age, I guess I would say, I mean, let's kind of take a step back and look at some events that have taken place over the last week. Uh, early in the week, we had uh, Iran had fired off a ballistic missile that they stated was capable of carrying a nuclear warhead, and within a few days, the administration in office now turned around and basically slapped more uh, embargoes on Iran all over again. So what was their response yesterday? Oh, they pulled out another ballistic missile and some radar testing on top of it and stated as well, well, we're going to slap embargoes as we go forward here too onto the United States and anybody aligned with them. Ukraine in Donetsk has flared up against something fierce, and I found it rather odd that this sort of went in tandem with something we brought up last week, which is a bit of a twofold um, effect here, essentially, uh, because we had talked about uh, Julia Yomachenko was meeting with the United States uh, government this week concerning stuff going on in the Ukraine, and then lo and behold, right at the same time, the instigator of the whole Ukrainian conflict back when it started a couple of years ago was her. She's in the United States and all of a sudden Donatest starts going back into war again and they've got a major humanitarian crisis on their hands. And just the works here. Yemen. There was an invasion this week. There's been what there's been nonstop bombing going on in Yemen for quite some time here. As it is, you know, and that's once again, there's another huge humanitarian crisis going on there, which in turn leads to the big um, issue that all of a sudden, you know, has cropped up in this last week with the bans. Because anytime these wars are going on, of course, there's going to be refugees in the mix. So we've got one volatile mix going along here, and that doesn't even, you know, on top of it doesn't even touch the civil unrest that's taking place here in America as well. Well, I would have to wholeheartedly agree, Brian, on every
0: front uh, Let's talk about uh, this Bernice of sorts, so to speak, that we've talked about before. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is the uh, headline, okay? Um, and the word is that they use, just going to blow you away. Near Ukraine's war's front lines, curiosity about the Trump effect, uh, right from the article. As the Trump era begins, the war in Ukraine is nearing its third year. The artillery explosions around the Donetsk airport matter. We don't know who is firing at whom, but it's pretty intense. There is meant to be a ceasefire, and heavy weapons are supposed to be far from, but not active in the front line. And that's relevant to the question as to whether the United States should keep sanctions against Russia... Back on the table under the new White House over a war still very much being fought, Uh, the Trump administration and the sea of change in foreign policy it represents is perhaps good news for those on the separatist side of the lines. Now, they go on in this article to to come right out and say – this is a direct quote. Obama was to blame for this war. He's sponsored with arms, and this is why they bomb us, she says, hoping changes may come under the new White House. The U.S. has provided training and non-lethal aid. Luba, who lives in the nearby apartment blocks, believes Trump when he says he will change U.S. policy toward Russia. I think they will befriend Russia and change, she says. We don't have Russian forces here, just locals who've lost people in the war and fight. With Trump, it could be better. Ladies and gentlemen, she goes on to say the empty shelves at the local store where she shops speak to the problems the separatist era has fighting basic supplies. The truth still matters here. And this is from eyewitnesses on the ground living in this war. Point blank. It's Obama's fault. And they're hoping in Russia as they watch our president. Ladies and gentlemen, why are they so fervently watching our president? Uh, absolutely off the charts. So, you know, this. This headline bears testimony as to what is going on with this Trump effect. Um, some of the headlines are just off the charts. In direct relation with health care, of course, everybody is on the edge of their seat wondering what he's going to do with the abomination care. Uh, right here is the headline from NBC, how to cash in on the Trump effect. On health care stocks. Ladies and gentlemen, what is with this headline? I mean, I, don't, I really don't understand it, but this is true. February the 3rd, 2017. The Trump effect. State, national, ACLU member soars. Why would the membership soar for the ACLU? And why does his daughter have her own effect? This is the headline straight from The Guardian on uh, February the 2nd. Ivanka Trump effect, New Year wishes from President's daughter, as she's welcomed in China? Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to read one here straight from Jet Magazine. Now, a lot of you won't know what Jet Magazine is, but when I read the headline, you're going to figure it out real quick. February 2nd, the Trump effect on Black History Month, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, something is terribly wrong here. Uh, There is a spirit at work here, to say the very least, that would provoke this headline straight from BBC News. Trump effect has been good for UK, says Central Banker. Ladies and gentlemen, why on earth? Our foreign banks, foreign investors then get in this mix. This Trump effect runs a whole lot deeper of course that poor Russian woman stated it correctly and the sea of change in foreign policy it represents. This is a little bit deeper waters than I think all of us realize, really does. Now, he's made himself perfectly clear that it's his way or the highway. He's made that, that pretty clear. If he signs an executive order or he makes his uh, cabinet's policy known and somebody goes against that, he'll just fire you. He don't have a problem with it. Now look, ladies and gentlemen, that's been done before. It's been done before. And the only way I can describe the Trump effect is how I would look at this psychologically speaking because uh, this article that um, I quoted from uh, here on Psychology Today it is leading you down the right path, the right thought process. This is a descent, I would call, psychologically speaking, into a psychosis. Okay, let me read from this article once again. Most modern humans don't live in tribes anymore. Some people stay in their hometowns and are happy to dress and act like those around them. Some of us went to college, traveled abroad, tried new foods, settled in big cities, Acquire new taste and ways of life and argue with our parents about religion and politics. In such cases, it is sometimes a little more difficult to remember that we simply integrated new tribes and did not work as hard as we think to choose our new life ways. I like how this psychology, this, this psychologist put it. New life ways? Oh, ladies and gentlemen... There is but one. There is only one way. There's only one way. Period. So, when I'm looking over the social networking sites, and I start seeing phrases from Christians that use this phraseology, praise Trump, I've seen that before in the history books. Ah, yes. El Duce. El Duce. Ah, yes. I remember Mussolini. It goes by another enunciation as well.
1: Al Hitler.
0: Same thing. Ladies and gentlemen, why would Christians start running around using that phrase, praise Trump? And why would this psychologist writing for psychology today, everything I look at here is directly related to what is written in the Bible about nation, tribes, and tongues. Literally. It's all over it. Now, I appreciate the opening diatribe here in this article, understand the psychological and social basis that make people vote for Trump or hate Trump voters. Then think rationally and act compassionately. Find out why the Trump effect explains the workings of society and culture in general, not just American politics. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that sounds like that came out of a Christian's mouth. I mean he strongly advised you there point blank to think rationally and act compassionately. Of course we have this from the Bible, Philippians four eight. That's how we're supposed to think. That is the only rational course of thought. Psychologists know this is Philippians four verse eight. And to act compassionately, of course, clearly dictated by the Beatitudes, set down by the Lord Jesus Christ himself. The way, by the way. He's the way. That's the way. Period. In my opinion, this this psychologist has put it quite correctly. Quite correctly. I am going to... Brian, did you want me to read what you just sent me, or are you going to make that quote? Because I don't even know where this
3: quote's from, but I, I think oh, I, it's from the... Yeah, well, we're going to be getting to it er, later, uh, the prayer breakfast. He said this publicly at the prayer breakfast, folks, and pay attention here for crying out loud. This is on whitehouse.gov in these statements and remarks by President Trump throughout the week. Now, listen, all America All around America, I have met amazing people whose words of worship and encouragement have been a constant source of strength. What I hear most often as I travel the country are five words that never, ever fail to leave my heart. That's, I'm praying for you. I hear it so often. I'm praying for you, Mr. President. Okay, let's go back up to the top there. I have met amazing people whose words of worship and encouragement have been a constant source of strength. Okay, folks.
0: Elvis has left the building, as far as I'm concerned. That's the only way I know that this generation will understand what I mean. I mean that's sad for me to say that, but but it is true. Ladies and gentlemen, you, you need to check yourself. He admitted this publicly? This is what he said. That's what he meant. Okay? I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I don't remember this ever occurring before in a president. Not ever. I mean, no doubt about it, we've had some bad presidents. Of course, look at the one who waded his way through Georgia and burned it to the ground, raped, pillaged the whole nine yards. And of course, after the Civil War, he was made president. And he had burnt Georgia to the ground. I'm I'm not lying to you. He he was elected president. So something is at work here. Now, once again, we get from the New York Times, drop in late Obamacare enrollment appears to be a Trump effect. Really? Really. There is no denying what he did  … … to the investment community. And by the way, they had to have at least been 50% liberals and Democrats because the stock market didn't go over 20000 just as a fluke. This man is making serious promises. And he don't have no bones about taking everybody to the bank. I mean everybody knows if you move the United States Embassy to Jerusalem, there's going to be war. That's exactly what he's going to do. He doesn't have a problem with it. And it's amazing to me how he… How he affects the psyche of those around him. Take, for example, correspondence with the Mexican government. They're mad because we're going to build a wall. Trump's administration just says, really? Why is there a wall on your southern border, on the southern border of Mexico? Everybody shuts up. Everybody sits down and shuts up. Really? And gets away with it. I mean, this administration has threatened the union. He's threatened the United Nations, ladies and gentlemen. He don't give a flying rip. How is it that he has won over all the labor unions? They're exclusively Democrats. Okay, so he's affecting… All the groups, I would think, all of them, lock, stock, and barrel. I mean, like I said, I've already read the headline from Jet Magazine. This Trump effect, I would say, is not of natural origin. It's not. I mean, when I engage those who call themselves Christians, and they come out and say that Trump is God-appointed. Really? So all I I put in there was, well, then you're saying that Obama was God-appointed. Then they get psychotic when they don't realize that if one was God-appointed, the other must be God-appointed, and they were God-appointed because God sits upon the throne. And he's made himself perfectly clear by example of Nebuchadnezzar, just exactly who runs the show and who sits on the throne. He made it screamingly clear to Pharaoh, Nebuchadnezzar, the mighty Assyrian, Lockstock, everybody knows everybody. Ruler is appointed So With that in mind What what kind of a God-fearing Bible-believing Gospel-preaching Christian would say Praise Trump Really? How can that be good? And answer me this If this British banker that said the Trump effect has been good for them, logic would dictate that that would mean it was somebody else's cost, meaning it would have had to have been at your cost. You may not understand how or why, but logically speaking, that must be the case. (laughs) So with that in mind... uh, Back to the Brian. Uh, I, I don't know, Brian. Let's just take a minute and, and and let's just really do this. Let me ask you point blank: Is the Trump effect natural or not?
3: Is it natural? <sighs> I don't know how to answer that one. What I've seen is not exactly along the lines of what I would call natural or normal or whatever phraseology we might use. So So the only phraseology that can be deducted would be
0: supernatural because this didn't happen with Clinton. There's no such thing as the Clinton effect. I mean, best, closest you can get to it is Reaganomics. There's no such thing as a Reagan effect. No such thing. Because everybody knows that uh, for the better part of his first uh, presidency, his entire cabinet was fighting him. Everybody knows that. Nobody wanted anything to change. So... This is the event horizon for this effect. I mean, there's no such thing as a Ulysses S. Grant effect. No such thing. I mean, there's no such thing as an FDR effect, Brian. This being the case, this POTUS effect, POTUS, of course, being the acronym for President of the United States, this is the event horizon for it. That being said, you would have to conclude, if you are a logical thinker, I mean, if you're somebody like uh, Heraclitus, for instance, the logical conclusion would be this is the event horizon for POTUS effect of any kind in this country, in this time. So, Brian, if that is the case, what are the ramifications of that? What is the – what's the parameters that this effect is going to have? Is it going to be for good or for bad? What's your thoughts on that, Brian? Is this a good effect or is it a bad effect?
3: Well, first and foremost, it's going to serve its purpose that it's supposed to in this, in the Earth in this time. And I'm almost curious about what you guys covered there in tiny chat today because I've been thinking that one over a lot. But, you know, nonetheless, this is having shockwave effects throughout the entire, entire world as we speak. And, you know, we talked about this... Previously, that, you know, a lot of the Western world is already keeping its eye out for more leaders along this line to start rising to power. And there's been, you know, far right-wing leaders all over the European Union that have been moving into place. So this could have many ripple effects in one way or the other. You know, he's already been in office, what, here a week, and... I mean I hate to state the obvious here, but it seems to me that they launched that uh missile there in Iran on purpose just to see what kind of reaction they were gonna get out of him.
0: I agree. One thing's for sure. His first week went with a whirlwind, didn't it? He hits the ground running. He hits the ground running. I mean, this man is actually using the social media to maximum effect. I mean, since when does it wind up in the news? The Trump effect. The president tweets thank you to Samsung for plans to open a U.S. factory. And the next headline right underneath it, Samsung is seriously and unhappy with Trump's praising tweet. Because you have to realize, ladies and gentlemen, he was strong-arming people because he's letting everybody know if it comes across the border, it's getting a massive terror. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, for one, over there on the portico of Solomon, uh, did an episode one time, and I made it perfectly clear that a tweet has no value. has no value. It's… It, it's it 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 isn't anything that can be weighed sold or bought it doesn't exist it's fiction it's only in your mind i mean this is far reaching the washington post how china's liberals are feeling the trump effect this is This is something else. It's something supernatural, I would say. It is at the very least the event horizon for such phenomena about the President of the United States. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I think that Brian and I talked about this before, but the trump effect war with the u s has become practical reality I mean, this is serious this this is serious. This is real. I mean, how can he affect commodities, ladies and gentlemen? This is the headline. Will this new proposal be the first Trump effect for commodities? I mean, ladies and gentlemen, how can he possibly affect the Silk Road? I hope everybody realizes what commodities mean. I'll just start reading. Donald Trump's first week in office as U.S. president... Has brought major upheaval. And it looks like the new leader could be about to cause some massive shifts in the oil market. That's because of a proposed tax on U.S. imports, with big implications for crude flows coming into America. President Trump and the Republican U.S. Congress have been discussing a potential new tax on all imports. Which has been quoted at 20%, a substantial burden on shipments to entering America. Well, of course, ladies and gentlemen, why wouldn't this make you happy? Ladies and gentlemen, what? No American should be paying for any type of oil product, just like the Saudis shouldn't be. No more than we should be paying high prices for corn or wheat. Or oats. Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about history for a minute. Don't you understand that 20% has always historically been termed as usury? They called it usury uh, because the church, of course, defined it as a sin, ladies and gentlemen. He knows exactly what to say. That's why this article says, which has been quoted at 20%. Everybody knows on the face of this planet. Ladies and gentlemen, I I and the bride stated several episodes ago that, ladies and gentlemen, why, how would the Lord, their God, put it into the ten kings' hearts, Mystery Babylon? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we know from 1973, which is, yes, right around the war in Israel, okay, that's when uh, the Club of Rome released their map clearly dividing this planet of ours into ten regions. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, this is how you would do it. You would set up a Silk Road that went somewhere. Everything precious, manufactured. What I'm trying to say is you'd have to isolate a particular area of the globe that was designated for consumers. This, of course, where is that located? Mundus Novus. Do you know what that is? Well, that's the New World. Do you not know where that term comes from? That's what Amerigo Vespucci called The New World. Of course, we get the term America from his first name, but he himself called it the New World, Mundus Novus. That's what he himself said, and actually, it's on the maps that way. You see, the Silk Road has to go somewhere, and on this road is is oil, diamonds, gold, everything that's manufactured. Of course, we all know where that comes from. It comes from across the seven seas, and it all comes to Mundus Novus. It comes to the New World. He is stabbing the ten kings in the eye, the right eye, as a matter of fact. And he's stabbing them in the right arm, as far as I'm concerned, prophetically speaking. The Ten Kings have set up Mundus Novus as the consumer base, as the destination, as the end point to the Silk Road. Now, I'm not saying this is what God uses to provoke the Ten Kings to nuke Mystery Babylon. I'm just saying that Brian has made it painfully clear. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There can't be an economic collapse. And I'm like, really, Brian? Really? Really? So you must be Michel de Nostredame, Brian. I mean, you just magically know this can't... And he says, well, Matthew, it plainly says that the captains bearing all the goods to Mystery Babylon, they actually come over the horizon... And they start weeping and welling because Mystery Babylon's burning because now they got nowhere to take their goods. And I've talked about this before. You need to look it up. Mundus Novus consumes over thirty percent of all consumed goods on this planet. I mean, I wish I still had the article in front of me. Like Mexico's thirteen, and I, I mean basically. The top ten is dominated by Mundus Novus, the New World. Brian, your thoughts on that, please. Uh, and if I'm an idiot, by all means, call me an idiot. I mean, there's not a problem with that, but it's just, it just pains me to. to... Brian, the people who are supporting him, are these self same people uh, that ha- that are rejoicing over the Trump effect, impacting their portfolios. We're talking about the same people. He's sacking them up, Brian, in my opinion. They're being set up. Uh, Your thoughts on that, please.
3: Well, precisely he's doing that very thing. And, uh, you know, I mean, on top of it here, too, as you just went on, Concerning the New World Order, or, whoops, not order, that'll come up in a little bit, folks. The New World. Uh, did folks catch the news release this week? One-third of Christians believe that you have to be a Christian to be a true American. And I liked how one of our listeners stated, point blank, I kind of liked the number, one-third. Did you catch that one, Matthew?
0: No, I didn't. This is the first I've heard of it. I'm wondering why it didn't wind up on my
3: wall on Facebook. But uh, yeah, please discuss it because this is the first I heard of it. Well, it was just essentially there was a polling that was done. And this is what they brought up with the group of people that were polled in the churches. So, you know, last I checked to be an American, you don't have to be a Christian at the same time. And yet, that's what one third of the population of this nation believes. So that is altogether rather ironic that they fall into that number, almost like you're being told something.
0: Uh, definitely. I mean, why would why would they use that number? Um. And something else has just been brought to my attention, which I'm going to Skype to you uh, forthwith, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Our sister uh, Jennifer, and it looks like uh, Janine, has directed Brian and I's attention to an article that we are going to uh, read uh, straight away. Uh, I had no idea – This was going on, Uh, but uh, I – Janine has done it again, Uh, so I'll be sending Brian two articles that's going to be discussed uh, directly after uh, the break because we have not had a president do this. So I'm not quite sure what's going on here. Uh, We, of course, are going to take a short break. It is at the top of the hour. Um, And uh, I want everybody to think about what we've said, and and I would like everybody to please uh, look up that article on Psychology Today. This is the name of the article, What is the Trump Effect? It's written by a PhD in psychology. He's a psychologist. And and let me read you what he said again. Understand the psychological and social basis that make people vote for Trump or hate Trump voters. Then think rationally and act compassionately. Find out why the Trump effect explains the workings of society and culture in general, not just American politics. Ladies and gentlemen, we will... Be right back after this short break. You're listening to the In Time Tribune Welcome back ladies and gentlemen Welcome back to the End Time Tribune Uh, Let me just jump right in here Uh, Something is seriously wrong In the Middle East Uh, This is the headline Apocalyptic snowstorm Blast Middle East as freak weather Terrifies Arab countries The Middle East has experienced A bizarre mix of snow blizzards Lightning strikes and deadly fires In just the last 24 hours With more devastation expected to come. This was published today, February the 4th, 2017. Um, The UAE is one of the number of the Middle Eastern countries to bear the brunt of a freak weather phenomenon yesterday. A shock snowstorm blasted through the Arab country, usually known for its blistering heat, scorched deserts, and year-round sunshine. The blizzard covered parts of the country with up to 10 centimeters of snow. According to the local Met office, other Gulf states experienced rare lightning strikes, sandstorms, rough seas, and high winds up to 90 kilometers an hour. Okay. Heavy winds saw a crane collapse in Dubai, which then set off an inferno which injured one person. Three vehicles were also destroyed in the sudden fire. Among other weather-related incidents, trees were uprooted and traffic was severely disrupted. Poor visibility across the area caused several accidents and trapped many residents indoors to avoid an impending dust storm. The freak weather led to the cancellation of a stage of the Tour of Dubai because the strong winds posed danger to the cyclists. According to the UAE Met Office, temperatures plunged to minus two degrees across several mountainous regions. Uh, Police warned people against going outside, although the rarity of the occasion saw many flock to the snow-covered landscapes. Social media users tweeted their delight at the weather and snapped their own snowmen. However, others tweeted that the freak weather had caused them to reevaluate all of their beliefs. Some users described the weather as apocalyptic, while others remarked that the final hour was approaching. Ladies and gentlemen, won't, won't you take that to the bank? Because it was a Brian I just shared last week. It was colder in Syria than it was at the North Pole. Ladies and gentlemen, uh,. Maybe the Trump effect runs just a little bit deeper than you thought it did. On the home front, government declares disaster over disease and dying fits on U.S. West Coast. Sudden, unexpected, large decreases in population. Scientists mystified, stumped officials. Environmental disaster, devastating, alarming, dire Okay, and here we go back to the me-decade, the rise of men become lovers of themselves, direct quote. This is from the Alaska Journal of Commerce. Um, Catch sank to dismal lows. In 2016, the the, the pink salmon harvest came in woefully under forecast and stumped biologists. The total state harvest was the smallest since the late 70s. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, the Trump effect runs a little bit deeper than you think it does. Okay, what did this article say here about those in the Middle East? Some users described the weather as apocalyptic, while others remarked that the final hour was approaching. And why? I guess they heard that Trump was utilizing – Twitter. However, others tweeted that the freak weather had caused them to reevaluate all of their beliefs. Ladies and gentlemen, what are the writers supposed to do? Do you know? The new WO, biblically speaking, is never was ordained because that's what they stop. That's what the Bible says because they target everything necessary for establishing a new world order. Brian's about to cover an article and thoughts about someone's obsession with the dark theory of history. As I looked it over, ladies and gentlemen, it was back in 2010 that I explained to everybody what a temporal secular was. A secular is a quanta of time. That was me that said that back in 2010 publicly. I had never seen that used before. You can't look up that term. Here it is. He even goes out of his way to make sure that you understand where that come from. Let me just give you a mini quote as to what I'm talking about. History of the people moves in 80 to 100 year cycles called secula. The idea goes back to the ancient Greeks. Who believed that at the end of a given seculum's end, there would come... Well, ladies and gentlemen, maybe those people in the Middle East are well warranted to start reconsidering their beliefs. Brian, take it from here. Uh, This is your article. Let's cover it. And and let's talk about this. Uh, Why do the writers ride? What are the Ten Kings trying to do?
3: Um, Jump right in here and discuss this. This article right here. Well, let me interject before I go into this article first, too. You know, a lot of folks here seem to think that this quote-unquote Trump effect has been dismantling this globalist New World Order agenda. And folks, you've got it in reverse, and they've had your head spinning for ages concerning this. So we're going to get to the root of where this whole idea came from in the first place as opposed to what they've been passing down to you for years upon years on end, because it's a quite different reality. So let's cover this uh, article here first. And once again, this is, uh, was brought up, Steve Bannon's obsession with dark theory history should be worrisome. And who is Steve Bannon? He was the one of the chief editors at Breitbart News, which was one of the huge reasons that the election probably turned the way it did. Nonetheless, let's get moving here with this. President Trump's advisor, Steve Bannon, is on the cover of this week's Time magazine. And in the piece, it is revealed that Bannon deeply believes in a theory about American future laid out in a book called The Fourth Turning, what cycles of history tell us about America's next rendezvous with destiny. This fact should concern every American. In the book, authors William Strauss and Neil Howe theorize the history of people moves in 80 to 100-year cycles called Secula. The idea goes back to the ancient Greeks who believed that there are given Seculum and there would come at Capyros a cataclysmic event that destroys the old world order and brings in a new one in a trial of fire. The era of change is known as the fourth turning and Bannon, like Strauss and Howe, believes we are in the midst of one right now. According to the book, the last two fourth turnings that America experienced before the Civil War and Reconstruction and then the Great Depression and World War II. Before that, it was the Revolutionary War. All these were marked by periods of dread and decay in which the American people were forced to unite and rebuild a new future, but only after massive conflict. In which many lives were lost. It all starts with a catalyst event. Then there's a period of regeneracy. After that, there's a defining climax in which a war for the old world or the old order is fought. And finally, there is a resolution in which a new world order is stabilized. This is where Bannon's obsession with the book should cause concern. He believes that for the new world order to rise, be a massive reckoning that we will soon reach our climax conflict. In the White House, he has shown that he is willing to advise Trump to enact policies that will disrupt our current order to bring about what he perceives as a necessary new one. He encourages breaking down political and economic alliances and turning away from traditional American principles to cause chaos. In that way, Bannon seems to be trying to bring about the fourth turning. The book in Bannon. Bannon has never been secretive about his desire to use Trump to bring about the vision of America. He told Vanity Fair last summer that Trump was a blunt instrument for us. I don't know whether he really gets it or not. Perhaps not, but putting a fourth turning lens on Trump's policies certainly gives them a great deal of context. Bannon believes that the catalyst for the fourth turning has already happened, the financial crisis. So now we are in the Regeneracy. How and Strauss described the period as one of isolationism, one of infrastructure building and strong centralized government power, and a reimagination of the economy. Of course, it's important not to lose sight of the end here. Bannon believes in our territory and politics as a preparation for massive conflict, between East and West, whether as East means the Middle East or China. Over the years, Bannon has successfully tried to pressure historians such as Professor David Kaiser to say the same thing. This from time. I remember him saying, well, look, you have the American Revolution, and then you have the Civil War, which was the bigger than revolution, and you have the Second World War, which was the bigger than the Civil War, Kaiser said. He even wanted to say that on camera... And I was not willing. How-To was struck by what Bannon's rather severe outlook on what our nation is going through. Bannon noted repeatedly on his radio show that we're at war with radical jihadis in place around the world. This is a global existential war that likely will become a major shooting war in the Middle East again. War with China may also be looming. He has said this conviction is central to the Breitbart mission. Explained in November 2015 Our big belief One of our central organizing principles At the site Is that we are at war Now that does not sound Too much different than something else Recall Matthew I sent you earlier in the week For the crusader dominionists And well their true Leaders to bring in What they essentially Want to happen There has to come a great reckoning and conflict as well doesn't there that's that's right that's correct and you just sent me some quotes that i want you to read
0: well ladies and gentlemen that's not the end of that article at the end of it if you click uh read more the headline there at the sub part of the article is the reality of repetition okay um And the problem is it says that this makes sense. The fourth turning of the Civil War and Reconstruction played out differently than the fourth turning afterward, Depression and World War II. Really? It was an inversion. Me and Brian have been proclaiming from the top of this wall that time is cyclical. The only God ordained method for studying in time events is isochronal eschatology. We've been screaming from the top of this wall. It's always either a shadow and a silhouette and that's what they just said. And by the way, take note everybody that this has been proven mathematically using cleodynamics. This is a headline. I've already covered several of the headlines about Prof Turkin, this is another one. Society to collapse by 2020. Scientists predicts peak turmoil in three years. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you heard the Brian I uh, talk about this all over the Blood Moon Jubilee series that we did on SoundCloud. So you all should be prepared for this. Okay. Peter Turkin, professor of ecology and mathematics at the University of Connecticut, has been studying history as if it were science, and by analyzing past societies, has concluded the current social norms are nearing their end. Prof. Turkin has developed a subject known as Cleodynamics. It, it, ladies and gentlemen, it analyzes history as a science, mathematically, which includes predictions and models based on past experience, because... This, this is why they're thinking this, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, just so you know, Prof. Turkin is a Russian. Okay? But let's, let's let the meat be served. Enough of the milk. It has soured my stomach. To read this from this article. The Russian scientist, (laughs) the Russian-American scientist, has been building his model for years, but states the election of Donald Trump as president of the U.S. will accelerate the negative trends, leading to a peak in turmoil in 2020. That's where they get this idea about the fourth turning, ladies and gentlemen, because he has been doing it for quite a long time. He's been purporting dynamics for quite a long time I hope to have him on an interview but what about this new world order where does it come from I mean surely it comes from uh, the Knights Templar or surely it comes from the Knights of Malta or surely it comes from oh I don't know I'm sure there's a vast swath of Christianity that actually believes it, it comes from the Pope I man pretty sure the Pope's uh, he's to blame for abortions and And global warming, and I don't know what all. But Brian, please cover um, these quotes that you sent me. I look. I want them both barrels, point blank range, right in my chest. I want the truth. That's what I want. So uh, please talk about this new world order and where this idea comes from, please.
3: Well, the mass majority of us have been led throughout the years to believe that this is some sort of, I like how you brought up the Knights Templar, which they are, you know, there's been plenty of valid research that has connected them right back to our, well, the Knights Templar are going to become the, what we know as the Freemasons or the Masons later on. That's one of the atypical, most common beliefs of how it was started. There's you know, all kinds of other things. And yes, she brought up the Pope. There's a billion people that are convinced that's also part of the quote-unquote globalist agenda. Well, that's all fine and good. You know, we, we have something called a theory for a purpose, a conspiracy theory. That word tacked on there means, well, this is theoretical, but we don't know if this is fact. So where is the root? Where did this actually truthfully come from? Folks, they kept this swept under the rug for a long time. If it was not for the fact of a journalist being pulled into this group, I don't think we ever would have even had any idea what they were doing, let alone that they existed. And uh, the name of this author here, give me one second, is uh, Jeff Charlotte. And like I said, he was invited into this group. This man is a Jewish man by birth, and they decided to ask him in. Now, who is this group? Because this becomes very important into understanding two stories. I'm just going to give the um, lead-in titles for these just so people can understand what's going on here. This week it broke that Donald Trump vows to totally destroy Johnson Amendment that stops church funding political parties. And did this happen? Indeed. He stated this directly at the National Prayer Breakfast that happened this very week. And if you go in and you go to WhiteHouse.gov, you can bring up the full remarks of the president at the National Prayer Breakfast under the speeches and remarks section. And it's right in there in broad daylight. Never mind the fact that most of the article will just confuse the living daylights out of you because it's gobbledygook. And let's see here. Then we had on top of it. This goes hand in hand with this. Leaked draft of Trump's religious freedom order reveals sweeping plans to legalize discrimination. This has actually been something that's been on the table for quite some time and people have been very concerned on this. And we had our one of our listeners put another article in that needs to go hand-in-hand with this so that they should know what this Johnson Amendment is, and it's titled, Churches Should Not Take the Johnson Amendment Bait. Now, why is it important that this all happened in tandem with the prayer breakfast at the White House? This is something that happens every single year, And they bring in world leaders from all over the place and a common guest, and who was even there this year, for instance, was King Abdullah II from Jordan. So, who is this group? Well, they're known as the Fellowship. The Fellowship is also known as the Family and the International Foundation, a U.S.-based religious and political organization founded in 1935 by Abraham Verdi. the stated purpose of the fellowship is to provide a fellowship form for decision makers to share in biblical studies, prayer meetings, worship experiences, and to experience spiritual affirmation and support. But let me point out there, folks, the leaders that they have set up and the people they have pulled into this group, they do not need to be Christian. And I think I made that point quite clear when I stated a regular guest at these, the King of Jordan. Now, let's cut in and get to where this whole idea, this concept for the New World act- Order actually comes from. And this is from the book, The Family, by the author I mentioned previously. Abraham Verdi prayed like this for years, and the years grew darker. The poor... the world more broken until one day in night april 1935 he had received not just introductions for the day before him but a vision for the decades god decades god's hands moving his people in an entirely new direction the revelation god gave him was simple to the big man went strength to the little man went need only the big man was capable of mending the world but who would help the big man who would console him when he, as Abram did, sometimes wept in the early morning. That the big men of society wept, Abraham never doubted. Or Abram, I'm sorry. He thought that powerful people so clearly blessed by God must surely possess equally great reserves of compassion and love that they wished to shower down on the weak if only someone would show them how. Abram would show them how. This was his vision, his life thus far in 1935. He was 49. His once dark brow, gray like a North Pacific breaker, had followed an arc. He believed, but it had taken him a long time to see it. His ministry, he now realized, was not among those who have had the bottom knocked out of life. It's derelicts as failures, as a friend wrote years later, but ultimately among those even more in need who live dangerously in high places. For nearly 2,000 years, Abram concluded, Christianity, that is the religion, the rituals, the stuff of men with their weak, sinful minds had bent all its energy towards the poor, the sick, and the starving, the down and out. Christianity gave them fishes when it could and hope when it had nothing else to offer. But what good had it done? What had been accomplished between Calvary and 1935? Just look at Seattle. Abram's adopted hometown near half the city was on relief. The other half was dark-eyed, eyeing the blessings of the top men with envy, which is a blight on a man's soul. A rich man may have little hope of greeting into heaven, but an envious man could turn to violence and lose all hope for this world or the next. Abram had to help such creatures, the derelicts, The failures, how? By helping those who could help them. The high and the mighty that they might distribute the Lord's blessings to the little men whose envy would be soothed, Violence averted, disorder controlled. Therefore, Abram would spend his days arranging the spiritual affairs of the wealthy. It would be another decade, ten years spent cultivating not just Seattle's big men, but those of the nation. Before Abram would coin a phrase for his vision the New World Order. By then, 1945, he'd moved to Washington, D.C., and he cut a different figure than he had as a preacher. And we can stop there. All right, folks, this is where that statement comes from. This is where the original idea for a New World Order came from. This man was not a mason. Never was. This was devised by the very top ring, the very top rung of the ladder within the quote-unquote crusader dominionist circles. For everybody that's running around right now saying that he's dismantling the New World Order, folks, they're running the show in the United States as we speak. He's getting ready and he's been doing many things throughout the week, through the last couple of weeks on top of it. Dismantling Separation between church and state That was not the first time this week That this was brought up We need to keep an eye on this everybody
0: I'd say that's an understatement Ladies and gentlemen This is this is serious uh, This New World Order The whole idea came from the fellowship also known as the family. Okay? Doesn't come from who you thought it came from. And that's why Trump got up and said what he said, that, oh, he likes people's words of worship. Now you know why. This is real, ladies and gentlemen. Now you know where the Trump effect is coming from. Amen. As people cringe when I say that. You you have to know. Ladies and gentlemen, the point of origin. I know everybody's told you that it was uh President Bush senior. No. No it wasn't. Ew. Did have its origins though at the National Day of Prayer. Just so you know.
3: Well, and let's repeat what it stated there on top of it too. Why they picked this perfect leader to implement this? What did what was said in there? The rich and the wealthy and the powerful. And that's exactly who they cater to. Well, and let me point exactly. this out quickly here on top of it, folks, because you need to understand something. Okay, everybody gets into this concept, this mindset that, well, we need to vote these men in because they're Christian. You do realize that they do not believe what the Bible says. According to them, the rich and the poor, well, they they have been put there by God. That's their divine where they've been placed And we're not to interfere with that They're to stay poor And to stay without help Because then we're intervening And interfering with God's plan for them And look at the bill they, they, they pass, think, folks yeah. I mean it speaks for itself
0: This is true I just, ladies and gentlemen, please go watch some clips of the Italians crying, El Duce, El Duce, our leader, our leader. Go watch the masses in German watch the original stuff as they cry, Hel Hitler. Let, ladies and gentlemen, you don't, Christians don't run around and use phraseology like praise Trump. They just don't do it. Not if they're in their right mind. They would only do that if the prophecy had been fulfilled, that they were under a delusion because God had handed them over. Ladies and gentlemen, that, that is biblical. That's what God says would happen. And like I said, um that that's what God says. I mean, that's what God says, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I have talked about Second Thessalonians chapter two in so many different ways, so many different um, aspects of it talked about it, even alphanumerically speaking. But, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, right now we need to take a deep breath and consider what it says. Okay? I, I, I mean... Verse 11, and because of this, God will send them a working of error, the literal translation by Green states, for them to believe a lie that they all may be judged. Those not believing the truth, but who have delighted in unrighteousness. This is a correct way to state this. This translation is actually pretty spot on with the regia. that came to us via two witnesses. Ah, yes, the manuscripts IOTA Alpha and IOTA Final Sigma. He would not tell not the church authorities nor the governing authorities where those manuscripts come from. He kept them secret. He kept them safe. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, you need to seriously consider that this is a psychological issue. This would be dubbed by a psychologist as a descent descent into a psychosis when you actually think that Trump is God-appointed… And Barack Obama wasn't. That's 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 psychosis, ladies and gentlemen. Why would you magically think that all of a sudden God's in charge and now Trump has God appointed wherein Obama wasn't? That's a psychosis. And the only problem with the dissent is all psychologists will readily tell you you don't realize your altitude is changing. You don't you can't perceive the dissent because it starts very gradual at first. It always does. Ladies and gentlemen, people just don't wind up in a padded room overnight. Insanity is a descent, And I am telling you the truth. Whether you appreciate it or not, uh, maybe you need to uh, get you a copy of Green's literal translation and read Second Thessalonians chapter 2 again just to get a fresh per- uh, perspective. No need for me to do so. I read it in the Greek. I want to know what God said. I want to know what literally came out of his mouth. But maybe it's time for you all to do this. I mean the most popular one is, of course, the King James Version. Maybe you ought to swap it up with a translation. Now, keep it a translation. Don't go to a paraphrase, so don't get the NIV. That's not a Bible that's a little golden book. But there's the English Standard Version. There's the Revised Standard. There's all kinds of uh, literal translations that maybe you should swap it up and look at just to get a fresh perspective. Because something's wrong, and, and I'm trying to warn you ahead of time, that... You can't perceive your elevation when you're descending into psychosis. You, you can't perceive it. Now, I've had some of these friends of mine on the social networking site for years now, and I'm sitting there looking at it because I've kept a record, ladies and gentlemen. I, I keep a record. Only when someone will not listen to God's word, after I've posted, "Hey, you need to you need to chill out. We're not going to fight with you." Third time's a the charm. Then then they're removed. So I keep uh, meticulous records. By the way, I mean I have chats that are anti Matthew that went on between Brian and a prior host of ours. I have them. I know exactly what Brian said. It doesn't upset me. It was true. He was upset. He should have been upset. Nothing wrong with it. So believe me when I say I know who has a history of acting out of line on social networking site all the way back to 2010. I know. And all of a sudden these people that are normally quite peaceable are displaying clear and present documentable evidence of the spirit of antichrist it's not normal for them to do so brian your thoughts on what you've been witnessing publicly and yes ladies and gentlemen i'm including the social networking sites because it's all over the news That the Trump effect is being implemented via the social networking sites. So we're going to include that as public. Brian, um, what's your take on how people's been acting publicly? Um, Are they displaying Christ or are they displaying something else? What's your thoughts?
3: I'd say for a vast majority of what I've sat back and watched, the exact opposite. You know, people, I don't think you realize that when you post on somebody else's post and you don't seem to think that nobody's going to know what you said, you're wrong. And I've seen a whole lot of things that are being stated that are absolutely out of line. Now, I watched this fervor boil and build something fierce during this election cycle. All right, everybody, I watched this election cycle from day one and kept track of all the goings on. I watched everything that was happening and was absolutely blindsided and shocked by the fact that nobody recognized things that were coming out of the mouth of one of the candidates the entire time. And when you bring it up, they'd act shocked about it, even though all the recordings were taken directly. From his own mouth, you know. And as Matthew brought up, and I nuked somebody from my friends list because they allowed this garbage on their wall, as they stated. Well, I think I think God made a mistake during the Obama cycle. Really?
0: I'm sorry, I don't think I caught that. You said what?
3: What? It's no different than what they they put on yours. When you brought up, well, God put Obama in too. Uh, They'll tell you that was a quote-unquote mistake. I've been reading stuff where people are saying that our land is going to be healed because we banded together and voted him in. I've been seeing so much ridiculous stuff, it makes my head spin. Okay, my wife was just sent something. Today she was so ticked off when I talked to her, it was ridiculous claiming that Obama had made fun of a handicapped man as well. Folks, we're being told that we can't trust the quote-unquote regular news sources any longer. We have our president who is using Alex Jones as his source for news for crying out loud. And at the same time, we're being told not to trust these news sites, and we've been given a whole new list of all these sites we're supposed to trust that you couldn't pay me to go to because they've been known disinformation. Now, is that to say that the regular news sources haven't done the same over time? Yeah, they have. There's something called bias, folks, and if you don't learn to read between the lines and look at the stories from multiple angles, or better yet, get your news overseas because they'll observe and they'll tell you directly what's going on. I don't spend too much time in U.S. news sources, and be careful uh, your news sources out of uh,
0: Israel, ladies and gentlemen. Breaking news: Israel's fake. I had somebody send me a private today with yep. a link there. I didn't even go to it. I said no, you can't vet them.
3: They make it up as they go along. I've warned people about that site twenty odd times, and they still keep going back to it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have hardcore
0: news. Uh, sites in Israel I mean some of them have their stints, but i mean uh i twenty four completely credible i i mean I, look ladies and gentlemen um, you know look let me tell you this a Christian got into the discussion with me I warned him once. The Bible says that we're Christians. We're not supposed to argue because we don't know who's listening. He goes on to continue arguing. I warned him a second time. He comes back. His reply was this. You're hiding behind the Bible. No. Uh, you should have read 2 Thessalonians and understood what you were reading because you fallen into a psychosis i'm standing on the bible god's holy word what kind of a christian would accuse another christian of hiding behind the bible he obviously had no mental reckoning as to what he actually said ladies and gentlemen he's not a christian And I feel sorry for him because he thinks he is. He really does. And all the people who know the Bible is God's holy word, they're the ones coming up with things like um, the fourth way, Cleodynamics. Shadows and silhouettes, oh they know they absolutely know it's a dull issue because that's what God said that's that's what he said. ladies and gentlemen, why do you think God said this? The Lord chases after what's been what what does the don't you realize what He's interpreting to you? Everything in history works just like that article that Brian read from. See, if you're chasing something, you <laughs> everything's a shadow or a silhouette, ladies and gentlemen. That's what Ecclesiastes actually says over and over and over and over and over. That's why the 666th chapter in the Bible is in Ecclesiastes, just so you know. It's real. God's Word is real. They have done everything illicitly, especially with the Latin, to confuse you confuse you in ways that are just, uh, makes me speechless. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. Do you know that Operation Eagle's Wings has a term? Do you know you can't find out what this term is unless I tell you personally? I'd have to personally tell you and show you. Because the people who fed me meat, they're all gone. They all graduated. Right now, they're in paradisio. They're in paradise right now. They're in Abraham's bosom as we speak. So if I don't tell you where it's at, you're not going to know. Does that not bother you? It should bother you that you've been deceived into believing in a flight of fancy that has its origin in the entertainment industry. Rapture means rape. God's not going to rape you. Do you know who made that up? That was Shakespeare. I'm not lying to you. That was Shakespeare. He's the one that made that word up. And he didn't use it in good context. The term you should be using. You can't know unless I tell you, unless you find it yourself, unless you have eyes that can see and ears that can hear. I know exactly where it's at. I can give you the etymology and the word history onto what that word means and why it's not in your strongs. It's not there. And by the way, they lie to you. They tell tell you that it's tarpazo. No, it's not. Your strongs has been miscoded. It is not G726 in that verse you're looking at. It does not have a pie in it. There's no pie. Pie, it, it can't be harpotzo. There's no pie in that word. It's actually G724. Please, for the love of biscuits, look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Get you a Greek alphabet and then compare it, and then you'll see. Hey, wait a minute. That thing there that, well, this chart's calling that a pie, well, that, that's not that strong's number. That's 724. That's harpage. As a matter of fact, it's a compound word. It's why God used Greek out of one side of his mouth. It's harpageomuthia. That's what it is. It's not rape. God's not going to rape you. It's, it's not rapture. I'm, 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 honestly, I'm not lying to you. And the term, you need to know, he tells you what it is using his own name. His name is right inside the word. You can't know it unless I tell you. And I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry that, you know what? I'm sorry that God placed a sign in the sign of the restrainer so you would know not to trust the version that you cling to because that's the government-authorized version. I'm not lying to you. No supernova is real it, it's, it's real It was a warning from God In the sign of the restrainer Which, well I said I stated it very plainly Maybe you should get Second Thessalonians chapter 2 And read it uh, in a different translation Just make sure it's not a paraphrase a tra- An actual translation By all means Go get a Russian Bible And copy that Second Thessalonians chapter 2 Go to to Google Translate And translate that version. Maybe it'll show you something different. I don't know. Do something! Look, convince yourself. Go to your favorite translation that's been keyed to strong. The word I'm talking about that you call rapture, it's going to tell you it's G726. Then I want you to physically look at the manuscript and look at the word and Put that word into Google Translate or letter by letter, and it'll give you which exact Greek letter it is. And if you do this, I'm not lying to you. You're going to get that gut feeling. You're going to get butterflies in your stomach. You're going to know that something is not only wrong, something's dead. Wrong. Dead wrong. I I truly must apologize because uh, people think I'm mad at them. I, I I'm not. I'm, I'm I'm not mad. I'm I'm desperately trying to snatch you from the fire. The only way I can do that is for you to look at it yourself, please. Look at the verse in question. They're going to tell you it's G726. It's not, I swear. It's G724. Brian, uh, we're at the end of the broadcast, maybe even a little bit over. Uh, let me look at the switchboard. Um, I get so carried away. We've got nine minutes left, uh, Brian. This Uh, Message that you just sent me Cover it right now Uh, We need to talk about this uh, Right now as a matter of fact So please do so
3: Well I just find it odd Because last week's show I brought up she was meeting with him And then I touched on uh, Good old I believe it's Eric Prince The leader of Blackwater And his ties in with the Dominionists. This is the The This is the troublemaker that started everything out in the Ukraine. Former Ukrainian leader said she was reassured by Trump. Ukrainian political leader said she received assurances from President Donald Trump that he would look out for Ukraine in its ongoing dispute with Russia, according to people briefed in the aftermath of a quick informal conversation between the two political figures. Now, I'm going to interject here real quickly. Um, She's not the president nor the leader of the Ukraine right now. Why is she the one that's having the meetings? Doesn't anybody find that peculiar? But everybody take note of this, because Matthew and I discussed this right after we hung up on the broadcast last week. We spoke about the theocracy, what was going on with this group, with this family, this the fellowship group, Behind the prayer breakfast, listen to this. Former Prime Minister Yulia Tymoshenko had a momentary meeting with Trump just before he spoke to the national prayer breakfast at the Washington Hilton on Thursday. To me, that's a little strange in its timing, don't you think, Matthew? Or what about the fact that she's not even the leader of the Ukraine? Why are they meeting with her? I thought she was a criminal on multiple charges. Yeah, she was in prison prior to the breakouts in the Ukraine. Well, then why is she meeting with the heads of state, ladies and gentlemen? Why is that? Why is that? Mention quickly what the people revealed to us that were living in the Ukraine of what they were seeing with their own eyes concerning her.
0: Lord have mercy. I, I'm I don't know. I'm speechless, man. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, just so you all know, if you could have a way back to the archives, you can hear Brian and I clearly define her as a Bernice. What? I I don't even know what to say. But I guess it doesn't matter what. Sounds or syllables come out of my mouth. It doesn't matter how I pronounce them or enunciate them. The only thing most of you can hear is rapture, or Trump effect, sensationalism, or national prayer breakfast. It doesn't matter what I say, I, I I guess. But, you know, that's one of the first, first signs of psychosis is when you start hearing things, especially people calling your name when it's just the sound. Psychologists know to look for this phenomena. Say, really? you're, What's happening? Well, I thought I heard somebody, you know, my mother, let's say, calling me uh, when – Come to find out I figured out it was just my wife shutting the car door I'm not lying to you but ladies and gentlemen Bri your closing thoughts please uh, as I take us out of this
3: broadcast well guess those thoughts Closing thoughts are no different than what a Harvard Divinity School professor warned about going on close to probably 30 years ago now at this stage. We need to keep an eye on this group that has taken over this nation. And as we have seen, things are ramping up here, something fierce. And quickly. Um, You know, take note of something I brought up Iran at the beginning of the show. Folks, by January 3rd, before the inauguration even happened, there was already a bill on the table for a preemptive strike on Iran, where in which no declaration of war even needed to be brought to the table. We're definitely in some very troublesome times.
0: Troublesome times indeed, ladies and gentlemen. If you'd like to contact me, I'm at in time at mail dot com. That's not Gmail. In time at mail dot com. And you all need to take a look at uh and try to pick up a different translation to give you a new perspective on Zachariah the first chapter I suggest that you do so in short order cause as for me let them ride and let them ride for glory
1: Why you're gonna pull those pistols and whistle Dixie
0: been listening to the End Time Tribune. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, God bless. Godspeed.